Hello, listeners. Welcome to episode one of the student section. I'm Nick, joined by Ryan. What's up? Mark. What's up? And Aiden. What it do, flight crew? FTC. Flight team stand up. All right. Before we get into what this podcast is going to be about, cue the music. All right, just as a bit of an introduction to what this podcast will be, we envision this being mostly a sports podcast, like football and basketball and a little bit of baseball sprinkled in. But we do have plans to add more topics in the future, like movies. Uh, we're actually going to talk about a little bit about that at uh, the end of today's episode. But yeah, that's just our envision for how we plan on this podcast going. Um, getting into the first topic, we're going to start about start with the current state of the sports world with this current global pandemic going on uh anyone want to talk about when we think sports will come back yeah um in my opinion i think the earliest and an optimistic guess at that would be late june or early july it seems from all information being given out from the president governors of new york and california and other public health officials that we're really gonna have to limit large gatherings of people and a large gathering of people are sports games. So, yeah, that would be an optimistic guess in mind. Um, I agree with you, Mark. Uh, I think that a lot of these uh, major sports leagues are going to resume play uh, in the summer, which means I think that a lot of like fan favorite uh, summer events like the NBA draft or the NBA summer league are going to be uh, canceled. Or the NBA draft won't be canceled, but it will be done much differently. But the summer league, I don't think will uh, occur as it normally would. Um, I guess that the NBA will return with uh, just like straight into the postseason um, at like neutral sites that have already been quarantined and they're obviously with no fans. Um, and I might even say that they might uh, stretch it as far to stay in hotels that have also been quarantined with maybe no other people. I think everything will kind of converge on once football and college football start. Because if I'm being honest, America hasn't really dealt with this pandemic that well. Like the numbers are still rising. You haven't even hit our peak yet in how this, how bad this is going to be. And we're still far out. The earliest that we're going to get a vaccine is the winter. So I think if we're lucky, we'll get sports back at end of summer. But realistically, I think it's going to be like more like September. That's yeah. fair. I mean, obviously, it's a little too early. We're in March. Who knows what it's going to be like in September, but. It would be a real bummer if um, football was not kicking off in late August, early September. Aiden, do you have a some tad? Uh, honestly, just I don't even know when sports are going to start. My my guess is just during the summer, but we're definitely not going to be able to have some sporting events, especially like the summer league and. The draft will be differently, especially the NFL draft and NBA draft. But honestly, I I would think sports will come back in the summer, like mid-June, early July. But uh, I honestly don't know when sports are really going to come back. Um, yeah. That brings up actually a good question. Uh, I just got a quick question. Like with the NFL draft coming up, and uh, I think it's going to be like uh, April 23rd or something like that. How do you think it's going to be run? Do you think it's going to be like a computer? Like it's obviously going to be something online, but how do you think that um, that's going to work? Uh, I think it's just going to be the it's the commissioners, whatever is going to be in the NFL offices. 
and he's just going to be live streaming the picks. Obviously, the players are going to be home, and the and the teams are going to be in their own separate war rooms at their own facilities. There's obviously not going to be any green room, any gathering, any like red carpet that they usually do. It's going to be very boring. So I guess looking forward, um, or moving forward rather, what's the event that you guys are missing the most right now? I think that the event that everyone's missing the most right now, I think everyone in America and maybe even people overseas are missing it, uh, is March Madness. Of course, I mean, um, I would say that's probably the best uh, sporting event uh, of the year, every year. And it's a pretty consistent thing, regardless of how close the games are. I think that the environment of those games um, makes it the most fun event in all the sports. Um, and personally, I'm missing uh, watching the Sixers dominate, man. I mean, yeah, I, th- I think you're watching the wrong NBA season, dude, because that hasn't happened in a very long time, has it? I don't know, man. They're looking good. Well, I'm, I mean, I, one thing I was really looking forward to was the race for the eight seed in the Western Conference. I love watching uh, Zion Williamson. He is a very entertaining basketball player, along with Jay Morant. Those two guys going at it. They were supposed to – what's that, Nick? It's actually pronounced Zion and Jaw. Oh, my my, my apologies. Um, But, yeah, I was looking forward to maybe the Pelicans giving the Grizzlies a run for their money and then matching up the Los Angeles Lakers in the first round of the NBA playoffs. Um, What I'm basically missing is my only good sports team, which is the New York Mets. They had an over 500 record last year. I wanted to see if they could improve this year. And I'm just kind of upset that I can't watch my favorite team play. Uh, uh, going back to what Mark said about the battle for the eight seed, I agree with that. Be, uh, if if uh, Zion and Lonzo and, you know, all that whole Pelicans team, it'd be fun if they got the eight seed and played the Lakers uh, as the one seed because of that big blockbuster trade over the summer. It'd be fun to watch. Anthony Davis in his first series playoff series as a Laker going against his former team and vice versa for uh, Lonzo and Josh Hart and all of them. Yeah, I think that segues into our next topic of what we're most looking forward to when sports do return. Uh, something that I noted down here, and I have a lot noted down, so bear with me, is uh, the return of college football. Now, it's been kind of boring the past few years because Bama and Clemson have dominated with Oklahoma and Ohio State in the mix. and Washington came in one year and played in the playoff. But, I mean, the SEC this year, there's quite a few teams. Uh, one thing I'm looking forward to watching is can LSU keep it up with Miles Brennan? They had a historic season last year, and I want to see if what they can do. They lost Joe Brady. They lost Joe Burrow. Lost a ton of production on offense. And I want to see what they can do. Uh, Alabama, their new quarterback situation whether it's freshman Bryce Young or Mac Jones. Uh, Florida, they, they can be a very strong candidate. They had a pretty good season last year, lost a couple games, won a couple games that were really surprising. So, And they have Kyle Trask back, so I want to see what they can do. They can honestly take the SEC and get into the playoffs. And Georgia, this is a huge year for Georgia. They have a ridiculous recruiting class, number one in the country, it moved up to. And I think this is Kirby Smart's prove-it year because he's been getting a lot of hate recently. And – um. I want to see if he in if whether that hate is deserved or he's a really good coach and can take Florida because this could be a really big couple of years with them. And they brought in uh, grad transfer Jamie Newman from Wake Forest. And in the Big Ten, Ohio State and Penn State can kind of battle it out this year. Penn State was a little bit competitive last year, 
But I think this year they can really take that next step forward with quarterback uh, Sean Clifford is his name, right? I'm not messing that up. Yeah. yeah, Sean Clifford. And I think that would be a really cool battle for the Big Ten to see who gets that playoff spot ultimately. Um, I have something to say, uh, as uh, you all know, and my viewers, uh, the viewers may not know, uh, uh, I am a Penn State and Notre Dame fan. And uh, so I'm really excited for this season as a Penn State fan because uh, we got a lot of guys back from last season. And uh, I think that uh, hopefully everyone has gotten a lot better. And we're, uh, I think we have a really good chance of being uh, a Big Ten, uh, a Big Ten uh, champion and maybe even and make the playoff. Um, but uh, as a Notre Dame fan, I'm a little nervous for this season because I really don't like our quarterback, Ian Book. I think that he's the worst quarterback the Irish have had in a long time. Uh, and I think that, He's shown that in the big games where he can't perform. Um, and I just a little nervous that that's going to uh, bring the team down. I mean, last year at, towards the end of the season, uh, when everyone was declaring uh, for the NFL draft, um, Ian Book said when, – when Ian Book said he was returning, I noticed that a lot of Notre Dame players actually uh, announced that they were going to go to the NFL, which I thought was interesting that maybe he's not even liked in the locker room, which is a little bit wor- uh, worried – which is a little bit worrying. Yeah, and I mean, Ian Book has been bad in most of the big games he's played in. Georgia last year was close, but that was also a pretty good defensive game. I think the score was, what, 23-17 to 17 or something like that. Other than that, the last playoff game he played in got absolutely smacked. That Miami game, I'm pretty sure he was quarterback. He got smacked. So, yeah, he's he should be very interesting. That's really going to decide your fate this year. Uh, on the e- ACC, the ACC has been kind of boring the past couple of years with Clemson just steamrolling everyone. They're returning back uh, Lawrence and Etienne, obviously, so it might be a little bit of the same this year. But I think UNC, who only lost them by a point last year, returns most of a 10-2 and two team, so that should be very interesting to watch. And the Miami brought in transferred to Eric King from Houston, who's been a very solid quarterback, so they should also be very interesting to watch. So hopefully the ACC will bring back a little bit of competition this year. Uh, to talk more about college football, I kind of want to talk about Oklahoma. It seems like they make it to the college football playoffs almost every single year with great quarterbacks and Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, and Jalen Hurts. But they never seem to win a playoff game, ever. Um, I'm just wondering if Spencer Rattler can maybe take Oklahoma to the playoffs again and maybe win at least one game in the college football playoffs. But, um, yeah, so, so far Oklahoma just either gets destroyed – or, you know, Baker Mayfield kind of cut it close one year, but it seems like every single year they just don't win a game in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they um, lost a lot, a little bit of production this year. Sorry, Ryan. They lost a little production to the draft this year, but with Lincoln Riley there, they're always a big recruiting class. Yeah. So hopefully they get that back. And um, what were you going to say, Ryan? Say something for us? Uh, yeah. I just, I, I, it's a biased Notre Dame fan thing. But, like, something that really, like, pisses me off is when, like, people say that Notre Dame should, like, never make the playoff again. Like, because, like, you know, we lost in the national championship 2012. We got killed in that game, 42-14. And then we lost 30-3 against Clemson in the playoffs. So people think we just can't perform in big games. Um, and that just, it's, it's a little annoying because, like, Oklahoma does the same thing. Like, Oklahoma does – they don't play anyone in the regular season. I agree. And, and but then when they play in the playoff, they get killed. And but no one talks about that. No one ever talks about oh. how they don't win. 
Well, I mean, I mean, I just think that neither of them should be allowed. To, not actually, but both of them. I mean, you saw Oklahoma. I don't. I mean, I guess I, I might have been the only one to see it, but Oklahoma got straight ridiculed this year, like at halftime of the game. They lit up what Joe Burrow had seven. That was touchdowns. ugly. That was an ugly game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got absolutely ridiculed the same way that Notre Dame got ridiculed the year before. So, I mean, yeah, it's but, not really. But Notre Dame gets made fun. We get made fun of for that game. That was because Notre Dame, your bigger program. Now, when they get yeah, made, well, fun, I don't know. I might. Just, I told you, it might just well, be more a people hate on Notre Dame. That's just everyone hates on Notre Dame. That's the only problem. I think it's the case that they've been consistently a top ten program. It mm. seems since the late eighties when they were peaking, um, and they haven't won a title since. So I think people are just on their case. Oh, you guys can't win a big game. This and that. I mean, Oklahoma won a title in two thousand. So I guess they've won more recently. But you're right. The the same sort of spin when it comes to Notre Dame's unsuccessful playoff appearances is not applied to Oklahoma. Yeah, and I mean, I guess since we're on the topic of the Big 12, which also kind of has a problem of not showing up in big games just as a conference as a whole since their defense is so god-awful for some reason, I think something to look forward to should be a little bit of a renewal of the Red River rivalry between Texas and Oklahoma. Texas, Sam Ellinger, sorry, Sam Ellinger declared that they're back two years ago, and last year they had a terrible year to those standards. They They had a lot of injuries. It's a lot went wrong for them, but hopefully with Sam coming back, uh, they'll be able to bring back that Texas swag that they used to have. So I think that that dynamic back in the Big 12 should be very interesting to watch this year. We'll have more on the current state of sports when we come back. We'll go over NBA season, where it stands, NFL free agency, and a little bit of baseball. But first, a word from our sponsor, Los Polos Hermanos. Los Polos Hermanos is the premier place to eat fried chicken in southwestern America. Featuring the best cooks in the world, Los Polos Hermanos promises a product that is 100% pure. The owner, Gustavo Fring, reached out to us, a really good guy by the way, and told us to mention their newest motto, Our chicken is so good that it will blow your mind. Be sure to visit your nearest Los Polos Hermanos in any location across the country as soon as you can their chicken is the very best that's out there all right welcome back to the program i'll be going through the the playoff matchups of the nba postseason right now so to start off the one eight in the east would have been milwaukee versus orlando in my opinion that would have been an easy blowout for the bucks agree uh, behind the most valuable player Giannis antetokounmpo 2-7 2-7 would have been Toronto-Brooklyn, another blowout for Toronto, probably a sweep. And then arguably the most intriguing matchup of the first round would be another edition of Celtic Sixers. I know we have a couple members of those respective fan fun. bases on this podcast. Yeah, that'd be an easy so W for Philly, man. Let's go. 4-1, that's all I know. 4-1, that's all I know. And then the 4-5 would be Miami-Indiana. Throughout the season, Miami has been one of my most fun teams to watch on NBA League Pass um, with Duncan Robinson, T-Hero, Jimmy Butler, and Myers Leonard. I really like what they've got down there. And then moving over to the West, we would have had Lakers-Memphis. That could have changed. Uh, as you guys know, like Zion could have made a push for the playoffs. Zion. 
but he was like unable to do so as the, the season was cut short. Um, then it would have been Clippers, Mavs on two seven, Denver, Houston three six, and Utah, Oklahoma City four five. Funny enough, Utah, Oklahoma City, that was the game that started this great stoppage across the sports landscape with Rudy Gobert testing positive for that matchup. But what would have been the one matchup you guys would have really enjoyed watching come April? Um, uh, I would, probably Knicks-Wizards. Shut, shut up, hey. <laughs> I, would say, I would say that um, I think it would have been interesting to see Luka uh, and the Mavericks, who are, I'd say, one of the bigger surprises this season. Um, uh, versus the Clippers because I think it would have been a big step for Luca uh, to see him playing a seven-game series against Kawhi and or Paul George, uh, whoever would guard him in that series. Yeah, I don't think that series would have been close. The Clippers have way too many weapons, and the match probably team. just wouldn't have been able to complete. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not saying it would be close. I just think it would Yeah, I know, I know. It would be interesting watch. to watch Luca in the playoffs, but it would probably be over pretty quick. It'd be like um, um like that like that series last year with Portland and Oklahoma City where like uh Portland won easily but like all the games were fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, I was most looking forward to I mean at this point Celtics Sixers. Sixers are all over the place right now. They don't really have an identity as to what they want to be as a team and Celtics are hitting their stride even with Damn, a, bunch I need people, to take that. a bunch of players being out. So I think that I mean, would be fun. I think I'm the Celtics would have taken it. I'm not going to disagree with Nick. I mean, we are very frustrating. I'm not sure that we can win. If we keep playing like we have this year, I mean, I think that we're the best team in the league, definitely, when we're playing at home. But then on the road, we're a completely different team, and I'd say that we're among the worst. And uh, I just think it makes that obviously makes it super hard to uh, win a series, especially against a good team like Boston. For the Nets-Raptors series, I mean – it looks like the Raptors right now are going to probably blow them out. But with Kyrie, do you think it would be a closer series if he comes back for the playoffs? Uh, first of all, he's out for the season. He's been already been ruled out for the season. Yeah, yeah but that but, was a yeah, season right. that ended that was in a April. Season ending. So. Yeah, but like season ending, you know, they're not going to rush him back for the playoffs. And it, what was that, 2-7 series? Yeah, nah. I think that goes for Kevin Durant as well, I know. No, they already, they already, they I know, I know, I know, but that was just a, a funny hypothetical. Like, say he came back, that'd be kind of crazy, but we'll probably no, but if they season. If they don't start the playoffs right in June, let's say they don't, but then, eh, yeah, but then the they, they already ruled like, Kevin Durant out for that, too. Maybe. Yeah, Kevin Durant's already uh, out. Know, as as upsetting as this break in sports is, I mean, it could help a lot of athletes. Like, uh, it also know, could be yeah, pretty detrimental. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I know it helps like uh, it helps the Sixers a little bit. Like we wouldn't have to play any more games without Ben Simmons. Um, I mean, Ben Simmons already is a liability in the playoffs, so you might as well. I, but he's he's still an All Star, and he's a major part of our offense, and especially our, in the playoffs, more, more so our defense. I don't know. I feel like I, I I'm I'm more confident. I, I prefer to have him on our team than go on the. No, I really yeah. want to see the Sixers Celtics series, just to see yeah, the beat between you two. <laughs> I mean, it'd be over. Pretty, it'd be over pretty quick. Yeah, we'd win pretty soon. Uh, Nick's taking shots, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he knows that they would lose very, very fast. But let's be honest. Both of those teams are probably not going to make the finals. Right now, it looks know. like you guys. You guys think per, perhaps they can make it? Like I think Bucks and, versus one of the LA teams is 
I kind of say Kevin bad. Durant said anything is possible. No. Kind of say I kind of that KG. Oh, Kevin Durant. Not, Kevin Durant. Yeah, Kevin Kevin G, KG. K, yeah. KG. Sorry, we were just talking about Kevin Durant. I kind of have a I kind of have a hot take on that. All right, it's again. This might be biased. I think that if the Sixers win a series, make it to the finals. They won okay. a series the past two years and then haven't gotten past the second Played round. Trash so I think, teams. I think, if we play like the Celtics, they lost to Al Horford and rookie Tatum with their full squad. No, but I'm saying I'm just I'm, yeah, but that's not, no, but I'm saying uh, we we won to we we beat like hmm. bad teams and then the uh, I just think it'd be interesting. I don't, know. I don't think who knows. Maybe the Sixers pick would, it up in the playoffs. Who knows? I think that that would prove they, that we dude. can win it on the road. Brett Brown's been a pretty bad coach. I'm not a fan of him. I like most of what Elton Brand has done as a GM in Philly, but I don't like that he's kept Brett Brown along. I think he deserves respect because he stuck it out through the process and had that kind of tarnish his record for a bit. But I mean, he's just been such a liability. The plays that he's drawn up in end games have been god awful. Yeah. It is tough. Some other big news that dropped fairly recently was, of course, Tom Brady to Tampa Bay. What were you guys' thoughts on that and any other NFL free agency acquisitions that caught your eye? So as a Jets fan, you know, it's been depressing watching Tom Brady beat us all those years, except for 2009, you know, AFC. Divisional round with the Jets 128-14, Mark Sanchez. Can't but, wait. Uh, you know, I'm just, and you lost to us. Wait, Bart Scott, like that, Mark. But, uh, yeah, but and you I'm lost just, to Steelers, so. Okay, Ryan, let me let me speak one at a time, please. Okay, right. I'm just happy that Tom Brady is out of the AFC and in the NFC in a new division, so the Jets don't need to worry about him. But uh, but the Bills are pretty good now, so the Jets still won't win the division. I'm not sure it puts the Patriots out of winning. I mean, maybe I mean, their quarterback's Brian Hoyer right now. Yeah, but that's just for now. There's still a draft, and there's still a little bit. There's still more free agency to go. Apparently, the odds are going into the 2021 season that their quarterbacks either Trevor Lawrence or Deshaun Watson. It's according to Vegas, and odds, but obviously, probably not going to happen. But I can't. I just can't see Belichick just tanking. That just seems like it would go against everything he's about. Like he's about consistency. Like do your job. He would never purposely. Tank for two or tank for Trevor. Like, that's not happening. Yeah. Just got to try to find a quarterback to win. Um, yeah. Were there any sneaky signings that caught your eye that maybe went radar? Uh, yeah, I've got, I've got one. It, it, you know, it kind of pats the back of, of uh, Nick's team here, the Cowboys. Um, I really like uh, the signing that, of Greg Zerline. Uh, I just think that kickers are super valuable right now, really good kickers. And, um, and I think Greg Zerline's one of the best in the league right now. And so, uh, you know, there are teams that have won playoff games, like the Steelers. I know one Boswell kicked six field goals to win, uh, this, to win a playoff game. I mean, I just think the kickers are super valuable, and he's a very good one. Yeah, especially coming off a year where we kept Brett Maher around for however many games too long he was on the roster. And, I mean, he single-handedly lost us multiple games last year with missing chip shot field goals. I know in the Jets game, earlier in the game, he missed like a 40-yarder, and we ended up losing by two. So, there you go. That's the game right there, and you're in the playoffs. So, yeah, Greg, he sent the Rams to the – he sent the Rams to the Super Bowl just a couple years ago with a 50-plus-yard kick in overtime. So, yeah, that's a great acquisition. I think one signing that caught my eye was uh, the Cincinnati Bengals picked up safety uh, Von Bell. 
on, on a three-year deal. I think Von Bell is, is an underrated player in the secondary in the National Football League. And, you know, the, the Bengals, man, they've had a rough go here. But um, I think maybe if they sharpen up their defense, get Joe Burrow, sharpen up their offensive line, man, they could be they, – they could make real progress this year. Um, uh, something that caught my eye as a Steelers fan is I really like the Eric Ebron signing. I just have uh, – I've liked his, what he's done in the NFL in his whole career. And I especially like uh, really? tight ends. Uh, yeah. So I like what – like his I like whole career. I mean, I like what he did. i pretty with, sure you um, would have been the only person that would have liked him in his time in Detroit because he was one of the most disliked people in the city of Detroit at that time. Like, I didn't even he, know he's like he's good in Detroit. I mean, he was a speedy. He, he, he had a lot of problems there. Once he got, once Andrew Luck, once he got with Andrew Luck, and he was very good. So, didn't he have a good year in his last year in Detroit? I don't think so because I remember hearing him talk about how like how much he was struggling just personally when I mean, he was in Detroit. Madden dropped the throwback card or flashback. Him on him on. That, that's Madden. That's pretty. Pretty right most of the time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with more stories from quarantine. But first, a word from our sponsor. I'd like to give a big shout out to Dick's for sponsoring this episode of the student section. Dick's Sporting Goods provides the best service a customer could ever ask for. They offer a wide variety of products for all of your sports needs, from basketball to fishing to hunting. You'll find it at Dick's. Voted number one store in America, you'll never leave Dick's dissatisfied. Use code STUDENT for 10% Dick's. Thank you to Dick's for sponsoring this episode. All right, welcome back to the podcast. Now we're going to be talking about some of the things that we've been doing doing during this quarantine. Uh, we we have a lot of downtime, a lot of time to watch movies, play video games. And, yeah, I mean, we could spend time with our family, but like, come on now. Uh, what was one of the movies that you guys really enjoyed? Wow. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Oh, Ratatouille. Started off right Take it now. away. Take it away. Ten out of ten. It's a rat that can cook. It's a rat that can cook. That's all I need to say. Ten Is that your first time movie. watching it, Aiden? No, it's like my seventh time, but my first time, you know, in a couple of years. Ten out of ten. The dude at first. Yeah, it's a. Wait, hold on. Sorry. The dude at first cannot even cook. Like, a, this dude couldn't even cook, and a rat just showed up and just, Wasn't like, started going in his hair and started cooking. You know, started cooking. It was sick, bro. It was like freaking sick. It was a freaking rat, dude. That's all I need to say. It's a good movie. That's yeah. A good yeah. Movie. yeah. Hun. Fries yeah. Uh, Nick, I rewatched. Uh, I haven't been watching very many movies. I think I've only rewatched uh, The Godfather Part Two, greatest movie of all time. Check. Uh, you should have already watched it already. I don't know what you're doing with your life. Uh, I started watching season like one of American, trying to catch up on that. But other than that, I've just been rewatching the old uh, college games that they played. Uh, CBS Sports Network uh, reruns just old March Madness games. I've been rewatching some old college football games from the past two years, like the seven overtime LSU game, the Clemson and Ohio Jordan State college, uh, football. college football semifinal. 
And yeah, that's basically all I've been Nick doing. Nick is a big playing. football guy, see. So love it. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Ryan, you? Uh, so I've watched a lot. I've watched. Here's I the think, movie nerd, guys. Yeah, I think I watched around like ten movies. I watched um, Drive with um, Ryan Gosling. Oh, is that good? good I uh, I actually liked it a lot more than I thought, and it, it opened up like a new genre to me that uh, like I really enjoyed. Uh, I sh- enjoy like movies where like people are like driving and stuff, and like they're in a car. I mean, that's why I'm, I might I might watch um, the Fast and Furious. Uh, franchise i've never seen any of them um and so that opened up because of uh, i like that idea of a getaway driver i watched baby driver that came out in 2017 um and uh i thought that was really good i i was expecting it to be like kind of boring or uh just not not that good but it turned out to be uh had a really good cast it was uh really entertaining and then i watched uh i watched all the indiana jones uh other than uh, what the the one that came out recently, two thousand nine, Crystal Skull. Isn't what isn't what? Drive similar to Nightcrawler in concept, where like they have two personalities, not two personalities, but like two like different lives. Um, somewhat. I would say Baby Driver's more like that. Uh, has I know because like, Nightcrawler. Uh, eh. Yeah, kind of. Never seen Nightcrawler. Did you, have you I, seen Baby, Have you seen Baby Driver, Nick? No, I haven't. Yeah, you should watch it. They're, they're, I mean, I like Drive better than Baby Driver, but they were both really good. And then um, I watched Ocean's Eleven with my family for the first time, which you know that's classic. Very yeah, very funny movie. I'm a big Brad Pitt guy, so uh, I really enjoyed that. Brad Pitt, Moneyball, great movie. <laughs> that's good. That's a great movie. Um, then I watched uh, Crazy Stupid Love. I got pulled into that by my sister. Which was like it was better than I thought. Very predictable, though. It had a big twist at the end, but other than that, very, very predictable. Um, and then I watched. Finally, I watched all the Daniel Craig James Bond movies. Uh, they were all pretty much equal. Very good movies. Good action movies. I like Skyfall the best, but they were all like equal. Uh, and then I watched documentary-wise. I watched I Hate Christian Leitner, which is a lot of fun, just to fill the void. The Void of No March Madness. And then I watched the Requiem for the Big East. Which was hey, stupid. Juice, baby. Sorry. It made me mention the whole Big East and uh, the original Big East. Uh, I've been watching, so I've been watching a lot of games from, from back then. Dwayne uh, Pearl East. Washington. Yeah, like, like Pearl Washington. And then I finished Big Mouth, which was a lot better than I thought it would be. I thought that was going to be stupid comedy but i actually thought it's funny yeah well over this break i watched all the lord of the rings movies which were quite good actually i really enjoyed all of them incredible cgi and incredible costumes some of the greatest i've ever seen and backed up by the critics because the final movie the the conclusion to the trilogy return of the king was up for 11 oscars and won 11 oscars so it's a highly, highly acclaimed movie. Won eleven Oscars. Won eleven Oscars in 04. is one of the, one of one the biggest picture, sweeps. I knew that. Yeah. Um, I also. I, I'm I, I also watched another movie called Slumdog Millionaire, which was a, a Best Picture win in 09. Uh, it was a very, very cool story about a young India boy. I'm sure most of you've seen it. Um, that are older, of course. I know it was before, like we were, we were teenagers, obviously, but. 
was a very interesting story about a a poor poor 18 year old from india who was in the slums crawls his way out gets on this show who wants to be a millionaire and you know how it goes it's called some dog billionaire and then one one game that i rewatched was the 1997 nba finals game five titled the flu game jordan uh, michael jordan the greatest player of all time um was suffering from flu-like symptoms the entire night before he was unable to sleep he was throwing up in the middle of the night but he just trots out there drops a casual 38 seven rebounds five assists three steals and just brings back the swing of the series in the favor of the bulls a few nights later they take home title number five behind jordan of course and the flu game was a very alarming game for Carl Malone. He shot seven for 17 with 19 points. He was in foul trouble the entire game. And for supposedly the best player on the Jazz, he only played 33 minutes in a crucial NBA Finals game. So, I mean, I just thought that cemented Jordan's legacy, man. Like, that was just, for me, for someone that didn't watch him growing up, I thought it was so cool to see a guy just go out there in Utah, everyone's screaming at him with the flu, drop 38. I just thought that was one of the uh, best individual performances I've ever seen. Mark, I have one comment on that. Yes. Jordan, great player, but one player that would do better is Carmelo Anthony. You know, <laughs> no one Aiden, can Aiden, stop Aiden, Shut up. Stop oh, listeners, He Aiden, would drop like – You and Aiden are big Carmelo Anthony fans. Yeah, he would drop like Nick 50, but Mark, Aiden's the amount of backs that you too. pulled out – was just astonishing. That was that was good work. I didn't. I was like, a lot of research in that. Good job. But Melo would have dropped fifty. All right, go on. Um. So I, I mean, we already heard from uh, Mark and Nick a little bit about this, but like, uh, you know, with the lack of sports, a lot of games from when uh, you know, when our parents were younger and when they were kids, um, are being played. And I was just wondering if there are any games you guys have uh, watched with either your parents or by yourselves uh, that is being restreamed uh i mean this was a really recent game but i watched a umbc virginia game again i don't know i saw umbc's athletics account tweeting as if it was like a live game and it was they were in the moment again decided to check it out so i watched that game again it's pretty fun Um, did you watch did you watch any q's games yes i actually watched the elite eight game with malachi richardson uh making that big comeback for Syracuse in the Elite Eight. Uh, it was just amazing to watch. You know, a tear went down my eye. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Crazy but, to uh, see how far uh, Malachi Richardson has come. Yeah, man. you know, he, facts he's uh, doing Richardson. well overseas. Not, fun fact well overseas. about Malachi Richardson, uh, me and Nick saw him at a Chick-fil-A in Las Vegas over the summer. While he was yeah, and playing fun fact, they woke me up at 1 o'clock in the morning while I was sleeping. Yep, fun fact, fun fact, <laughs> fun fact. <laughs> he was playing in the summer league game, but instead he was getting But uh, let me just tell you something. It wasn't only my, Malachi Richardson. It was Michael Benajay, Trevor Cooney, Tyler Roberson. It was just a great overall team performance, and it was just really fun to watch. Um, but besides sports, how about video games? I, I, quarantine uh, break. I mean, we've been playing. We've been on the sticks. We've been on the sticks. That's for sure. I'm the best builder in Fortnite history. I'm better than Booga. I've also, we've also been playing. I mean, we tried out the new uh, Modern Warfare Battle Royale called Warzone. Uh, it was fun. Uh, I was. It's 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 a little scary. It's uh, super nerve wracking. 
It's like a new game. I haven't got on that game yet. I would love to play it. I, yeah, I, I, play, with, play, I play, play with Nick. Me and Nick actually went a long way, but uh, we died. I, I haven't mm-hmm. won yet. I mean, it's, it's I don't I don't know anyone that's won either. It's, it seems like a super hard game. Mm-hmm. Um, but just going back to the rewatchable games, um, the other day NBA TV was streaming like uh, the whole 2012 Heat versus Celtics series. Uh, Nick, which I'm sure you know very well. Um, <laughs> series that went to seven. Nick. LeBron went off Max. as he – one of the most famous playoff performances ever. Um, and I watched, I watched a good amount of that. It was, that was really fun. Uh, then I also watched, sat down and watched uh, 2009 Super Bowl uh, that, that my Steelers won, beat the Cardinals on a big catch from San Antonio home. And the Steelers won to beat the Cardinals. Yep. I watched that with my dad, um, and then I've and then uh, I've been watching a lot of the Notre Dame tournament losses. You know, you don't win a lot, but I watched uh, the Notre Dame Kentucky game from 2015, which my dad still says. Notre Dame, I wish I wish Notre Dame won that game. Yeah, my dad still says that's the most devastating game of his sports fan of his sports fan life. Um, yeah, for me too. That was that was that was a tough one. They were that's one that was a really good college team. We competed with them the whole time, which was interesting. And then due to my newfound, I guess, love for the Big East, Aiden, been watching a lot of old Syracuse and UConn games and the Georgetown games. Yeah, did you watch the six overtime game? Uh, no, but my dad told me I should watch that. No, I'm thinking. I I think I'm going to watch it. Syracuse did not lead in five overtimes of that game, and but when they finally led in the six overtime game, they just. Went away and won by 10, 127 to 170. It's really too bad that Syracuse was uh, forced out of the Big East. And as of football. I know. I like your football program's good. I mean, we had one good I'm year sure with Eric Dunchy. Nick can talk all about that. I mean, we can do a deep dive on the uh, what conference ACC football next episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yep. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to episode one of Student Section. Um, Myself, Ryan, Nick, and Aiden will be back very soon with another episode. But until then, goodbye.